This is John Shannon with Radio Free Galisteo, and today I am speaking with Galisteo resident and the Human Restoration Project writer and podcaster, Mayor Tomaski. Mayor, welcome. Thanks, John. Great to be here. Fantastic. For some of our listeners, they may have, over the past couple years, heard your program because we've, we've put it out as part of um, Radio Free Galisteo as one of our podcasts. But you are also located on our website in the top menu bar, mm-hmm. uh, so people can find you there. But uh, for those who aren't familiar, what is the Human Restoration Project, Mayor? What is the Human Restoration Project? So it started as a book, released in 2014. Written by you. Written by me, yes. And the book itself is sort of a roadmap of how to reclaim your infinite human power. Mm. And it became a series of workshops in New England when I was living there. And then when I came here, when you started the station, you put out a call and I answered. Yes, you did. <laughs> so it, 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 it follows the principles in the book. And it's, you know, we go from food, the importance of eating clean food, movement, the importance of longevity. We talk about stress reduction, Mm -hmm. mental, physical, emotional health and well-being. And each week is a different topic. And I've, I've strayed a bit on occasion from the pure health aspect of it. But in general, we pick out different things each week to have a little bit of a dive into to explain the whys, how you can incorporate this stuff into your life and why you should incorporate these behaviors into your life. Okay, so for everybody's edification, you're a licensed massage therapist, but you're also Mm. a functional health coach? Yes. Okay, Uh, which is, my understanding is what what qualifies you to, to give this wonderful advice that you do within your book. Yeah. It's about functional medicine in, in, in a yeah. very large way, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Functional medicine. I'm a functional medicine trained health coach from um, FMCA, Functional Medicine Coaching Academy. I also work there as a teacher. And we pretty much teach at the school almost everything the doctors are going to tell you. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to be able to get the principles of functional medicine into your life without paying $500 for 20 minutes of a doctor's time. Right. <laughs> Thank, yes. <laughs> Thank God for you. <laughs> Man, uh, there's more of that needed, that's for sure. Right. Oh, my goodness. As I, as I mentioned earlier, you've done 65 episodes of this, and I know you said you stray a little bit, but uh, mm. it, you weren't referring to the uh, gun violence as, uh, as a health problem, were you? Because I don't see that as a stray. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. And I do think that public health is part of my purview. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it seems to me that the gun violence situation in this country is a public health crisis. Mm-hmm. So I decided to have two episodes breaking down the ins and outs of what I've learned about the Second Amendment, about um, the situation with the government. And so it strayed a bit into politics, didn't it? But <laughs> Well... Uh, 
you know, it, it turns out, unfortunately, mm-hmm. <laughs> that the politics can have a very big impact on our health, certainly yes. through uh, the enactment or uh, non-enactment of uh, different types of le- legislation. Yeah. Uh, I think as, as a woman, it's probably fair to say that you've recently uh, felt the political effect of um, uh, the Supreme Court and um, the... And, and this is political, uh, the the placement of a number of conservative judges uh, by... He who con- shall not be named. <laughs> well, <laughs> among others. Among others, Among absolutely. others. I yeah. mean, for years, that's been going on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, our, our presidents have the purview to nominate these uh, individuals, and then Congress either gets them in place or not. And that has certainly had an impact on... For example, um, the Dodd decision, which supplanted um, Roe v. Wade. Exactly. Yeah. It's troubling for women everywhere, Mm -hmm. really. So politics and health. Yeah. I guess they do overlap on occasion. Uh, Yeah. No question. Mm -hmm. No question they do. Uh, So you wrote this, I mean, I guess... On the surface, it just seems as a, as an altruistic uh, uh, contribution to the to the uh, human race. Uh, <laughs> did you have any other motivations? And I, and I don't necessarily mean profit, uh, but yeah, what was what was behind you writing the book to begin with? Mm, that's a great question. I think it was a almost like a, a tea kettle sort of feeling where there was a buildup of steam happening in my in my mind and of the things that were really important to me mm-hmm. that are pretty simple, pretty earth-based, and completely doable mm-hmm. for people to begin to even incorporate some of these ideas. They've been proven over and over again by science mm-hmm. to create vibrancy in human systems. And I had a, a deep yearning to get the information out after many years of feeling like, well, who am I to make these statements? And what right do I have to become an author? And, you know, I struggled with permission. Hmm. And after a very deep shamanic dive in Peru, I released myself from the insecurity of feeling worthy enough to write a book. And I just started writing and didn't know what I was going to do with all of it. And it just sort of turned itself into a book. And I decided to just release it, despite or regardless if the information was already out there, because I figured it's not out there in my voice. Mm -hmm. And at that time, functional medicine had been around for about 20 years. And a lot of people were beginning to know about it and learn about it and be interested in it. And I thought, it's got to be easy to read. It's going to have lots of bullet points. It's going to hopefully speak to a wide swath of people, and it's going to get it out of my body, you know, because there was a lot building up in there that I was really passionate about. And I just decided I'm just going to go for it, and uh, I self-published. Right. And there may be a second edition coming out where I I may chase down a publisher, see if I can do it that way. We'll see what happens in the future. But there's another book in there somewhere. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And that book is currently available uh, on... Uh, each of your podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, if they go to the uh, uh, Buzzsprout page where it's uh, located, they can click on a uh, link and find your book as well. Um, 
within that book, do you, and is there a particular part of the book that you think is more critical than anything else? More critical for for people, people to either understand or to adopt as a habit. Mm. Whoa, that's a really good question. And you know, maybe there's one of each. I don't know. But. Yeah. Well, you know, at different times, it seems a chapter will rise up as being really important to me. Mm-hmm. And of course, the food, which is the beginning of the book, I sort of put the foundation of everything upon what we're eating. And it's more about what not to eat than it is what to eat in mm-hmm. some ways. Mm-hmm. I think that's the foundation of health is food, nutrition, staying away from processed foods. I think the other chapter that I really was very important to me, and I actually referenced this last week in the podcast, was the Touch the Earth chapter. And increasingly, we are in controlled environments. Mm-hmm. We go from nice, warm, cozy homes to nice, warm, cozy cars to our workplaces that are temperature regulated. And we've lost that essential connection to the earth. And that dysregulates nervous systems, immune systems, respiratory systems. Your strength and vitality is deeply tied to the seasons, the temperatures, the weather. And to fortify yourself against that stuff creates weakness in the human form. So I that chapter, when I was writing it, I was actually doing a lot of barefoot walking. And I was doing a lot of writing of it in the woods mm. and uh, just really immersing myself. Inspired. Yeah, I was yeah. just... And I worked at a, a local organic farm in Boston for a while and was there almost, I don't know, four or five times a week with my hand in the dirt. Mm. And to me, I feel like the essential healing element for all of us is to get back on the earth. Mm-hmm. Get your hands in the dirt. Go outside. Feel the cold. Feel the wind. Let yourself be the elements because that's what made us as humans right yeah well we're we're all part of it yeah and we're, we're part of the the overall system uh word of caution uh goat heads <laughs> barefoot in, in barefoot mexico. here in new mexico <laughs> can occasionally be really challenging uh for those uh locals uh, they'll know what i mean by goat heads mm-hmm. for those who are not local um they are these incredibly Prickly doesn't even, Mm-mm. it doesn't even do justice. Piercing little seedlets that are let out uh, by a plant that I, I just don't know why God put it on <laughs> earth, but th- they're there. Anyway, uh, but otherwise, uh, yeah, feet, in the, feet on the ground, mm. connection, reconnection. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think you're, you're really right about that, is that reconnection to what we're all part of. Yeah. This is Radio Free Galisteo. Great conversations from the Galisteo Basin. Radio Free Galisteo is listener supported. Go to www.radiofreegalisteo.com and click on the red donate button in the upper right hand corner to become an active, sustaining member of Radio Free Galisteo. Mayor, tell us how you came to be in Galisteo. Oh, my goodness. Great question, John. Yeah. Well, it was a serendipitous happening, series of events that 
almost became inevitable. I was wanting to move back to New Mexico. I mm. lived here in the 90s. In Galisteo? No, I actually lived in Santa Fe. Okay. But we used to come out to the inn a lot. Aha. And uh, loved Galisteo. So was looking, you know, remotely for apartments, wanting to have something ready to go as I landed. And nobody was calling me back. Hmm. I'm calling and calling all these different, you know, ads for apartments and nobody was calling me back. And the really interesting thing that happened was one afternoon I had been on Craigslist and saw a listing for El Tanque Viejo, which is our buddy Mike and I's yes, place. Yes, indeed. And um, I thought, Galisteo's a little far. You know, I, I wanted to restart my private practice. Mm-hmm. I knew I needed to have people to, to start that. Yeah. And thought, well, it's, it's a price I could afford. It's a two-bedroom. I could get a roommate while I'm building my business again. Um, I, I, I just decided to think about it. For that afternoon. Well, my dear friend, Char Peters, who has lived in Santa Fe from Colorado for, I don't know, 15 years now, texted me that she had just driven by El Tanque Viejo and saw the rent for rent sign. So she was texting me and sending me a picture of the for rent sign that he had up. And I thought, oh, that was the place I was considering calling. So eh. she said she knew Mike. He's a great guy you know, give it a shot. And I thought, well, don't you think it's too far away? And she said, no, it's 20 minutes tops. You know, you're fine. So I decided to call. Mike was on his way hunting, mm. as he often is. Yeah, indeed. Right? <laughs> and uh, he picked up the phone. Wow. And he was the only landlord of like 20 that I had called who actually picked up the phone. Wow. And we had a great chat. You know, he's hilarious. He was yeah. very charming and funny. I said, well, uh, you know, I have this friend, and could she come look at it and take more pictures? And he said, sure. So Char went over, took the pictures for me, started corresponding with Mike. And within a week, I had signed the lease, and I had an apartment in Galisteo. Wow, yeah. Well, you know, you started off by saying it was serendipitous, and mm-hmm. certainly the rest of the story proves that out. I hear that constantly when I mm-hmm. ask people, hey, how did you, mm-hmm. you know, there's... Not often a lot of serious intent of, I'm going to make sure I live in Galisteo. Right. <laughs> it's sort yeah. of it works out that people end up here. Yeah, it just kind of um, happens. Yeah. I, I think that's part of the, the magic of this place. Yeah. So how long have you been here now? Seven years. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm catching up. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're halfway there, right? <laughs> a, little, a little more than half. Yeah. A little more than halfway. A great addition to Galisteo, yeah. John. Oh, that, that's very kind of you. <laughs> that's very kind of you. Um, this, it's, it's certainly been a wonderful experience being here. Yeah. Okay. So you've already hinted at what's next. Possibly a second edition or a second book. In the meantime, how do people get hold of you? What's the best way that, that they can? So email is good. Which um, is? Mare, M-A-R-E, at RadioFreeGalisteo.com. That's good. That's our uh, uh, email that we created here. And then could certainly, my business line, 508-788-0906. You could give me a holler on that. Okay. Yeah. Very good. And folks can also email me at info at RadioFreeGalisteo.com if you find typing M-A-R-E too difficult. Uh but uh, all, those, all those ways are available points of contact for Mare. Yeah. So now we know how to get hold of Mare. Mm-hmm. What can they 
expect to have in terms of uh, types of uh, service? Ah, so I've been doing this for almost over 30 years now, mm-hmm. and I'm a an education junkie. Mm-hmm. So I've got lots of certifications in different modalities, and I am a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. I'm a structural integration therapist, which is in the family of Rolfing, which okay. is probably a more familiar term to people than structural integration, but it is a form of body work that really deals with structure mm-hmm. and getting the bony landmarks lined up a little better so you are more fortified within gravity mm-hmm. to use your body to a really effective, efficient way so mm-hmm. that you're not overly pulling on muscles. Um, so you have structural integrity, right. I guess. I'm also a cranial sacral therapist of very, I don't know, three modalities. So there's many schools of cranial work, and I have uh, studied functional cranial sacral, which is dealing with um, some bony adjusting, not obviously not like a chiropractor. Right. And then biodynamic cranial sacral therapy, which is all dealing with the fluids in the body. And it is a way to move trauma. It's a way to restore the integrity of the craniosacral fluid. Um, there can be lesions, gel-like quality to the craniosacral system when there's been trauma. And so it just goes in and melts that and allows the nervous system to return back to a more calm parasympathetic state. I'm also a yoga teacher, and I was teaching classes here in Galisteo. And then the lovely coronavirus hit, and that stopped. And wow. Yeah, we did, we did it online for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I do one-on-ones and, and couples okay. yoga. Okay. Not doing groups right now. Um, also a functional medicine health coach, as you said. So I do coaching, health coaching, in the functional medicine model. What else? Oh, I also do frequency-specific microcurrent. Yeah, yeah what, 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 what else? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't quite enough. All right. A frequency-specific microcurrent. Tell us what that is. So this is a theory that is based in the principles of resonance, that when two frequencies that are similar are near each other and vibrating at the same oscillating number, it amplifies the quality of that resonance. Hmm. So every body part has a frequency. Hmm. And with frequency-specific microcurrent, we're dealing with a phenomenon called cell signaling. And cell signaling is the way the body parts interact and communicate with each other. And just like a car, if your car needs a tune-up and your spark plugs are dirty and your car is tinging and binging and not running well or not being efficient with its gas use or it's... It's a way to improve the communication network through systems of the body. So things that it's really effective on are inflammation. Mm. Inflammation vibrates at 40 hertz. And we can literally neutralize inflammation in the body. So we can remove pain in the joints. We can remove inflammation throughout the body. And because I'm a massage therapist, I typically work that machine with pain. Mm-hmm. as a pain reduction. And it's it's in the category of a TENS, but it's not a TENS unit. It's very different. It, it's a lower frequency. And it's not there to scramble n- nerve signaling. It's there to enhance the signaling between different systems in the body. So it can really just make your body overall work better, hmm. communicate with itself better. It's detoxifying. And we are really bound to not make 
uh, claims because it has not necessarily been investigated by the FDA. Okay. So everything you're, you've mentioned is based on individual reporting back from the folks exactly. who have used it and, and not uh, via a... A claim. Uh, a real study or a claim. Okay. Well, there are studies that well, have been done. Uh, uh, but, FDA. But yes, the FDA is, uh, right. is, you know. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. <laughs> now that we've cleared that part up, uh, what's the duration of the effect? Mm. So depending. <laughs> since, there <are> no, <laughs> since there are no real FDA studies, what's, right. what's, the, common, uh, what's the common response? So it depends on the condition. It depends on the person and how much inherent health they have. Mm -hmm. And if they are still offending their body, mm -hmm. it's going to bump up against the currents. If you, and I often will give suggestions around how to make the currents work better for you once you leave the office. Mm -hmm. So drinking a lot of water is very important. Staying away from alcohol is mm. very important. Um, I know. All the fun stuff. <laughs> Dang. Uh, sugar. Sugar is definitely, you, you know, if, if anyone out there has heard the podcast, you know my uh, diatribe against sugar being a cytotoxin um, and a neurotoxin. So if you're... <laughs> it works great. It, uh, yeah. It's so dang tasty. Um, so with a lot of toxic substances in the body, you're going to diminish the ability of the currents to do their job. So it, it, what Carol McMakin, who is the person who came up with, well, she didn't come up with it. It's been around since the early 1900s, but she brought it back to the forefront. She's the person I'm studying with, and she calls it a stable state. So in order for the currents to really heal it, mm. whatever it is, your body needs to be moving more towards a stable state. Okay. So good routines with your eating, um, not eating too much, moving enough, eating things that come out of the dirt and not from a plastic wrapper, staying away from alcohol and other substances, uh, help the currents do their job better. But it usually takes four to seven sessions to get something to go away for months. Okay. And depending on the person, how long the injury's been there, how complex the injury is, how much other uh, treatment they've had, how much mitochondria is available in their body to do healing. So it's really variable. It's hard to say exactly, but in my case, mm. I had a pretty bad shoulder injury from, oh God, 18 years ago, tore all kinds of wonderful tissues in my right arm. Ouch. Yeah, broke my hand, and as a body worker, it was pretty horrifying. That uh, happened during a massage session? or No. <laughs> it happened in San Francisco oh. on a bike. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, you know, people op opening their doors and uh, their car doors was as, oh. as I was driving by, and I almost made it, but didn't quite. Dang. Yeah, so... Um, I've had this injury in my shoulder for years. You know, the specialist said, you need surgery. I chose not to get surgery, chose to just do rehab. But it still bothered me mm -hmm. a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I work with my body all day long. When I got the frequency machine, I just started nailing that shoulder three or four times a week. And now it's almost like I've never, I never had an injury in my shoulder at all. And wow. it had been bothering me for 18 years. So it cleared that up for me. But it took, it took pretty steady treatments for about, on and off for about six months. Okay. Mm -hmm. But right. now my shoulder is good, man. No. <laughs> and she is, in fact, moving her shoulder. <laughs> moving my shoulder. So, yeah. Prove it to yeah, you. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, take my word. <laughs> okay. Well, as we're getting ready to wind up, any final thoughts today, Mayor? Well, just thanks for doing this, John. Thanks for, you know, starting Radio Free Galisteo. It's been such a great thing to have in the village and beyond. Oh, 
Well, well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy to do it. And we have a really fantastic little village here full of uh, interesting folks doing yeah. all kinds of wonderful things. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's why you're here talking to us today. Uh, so Thank you. You're very welcome. You have been listening to Mayor Tomaski, who is a functional medicine health coach and a licensed massage therapist located right here in Galisteo, New Mexico. Thanks again, Mayor. Thank you, John. You're very welcome. And for Radio Free Galisteo, I'm John Shannon. Mm-hmm.